Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for October 14, 2023. Today's Old Testament lesson is from Exodus chapter 24, verses 12 to 18. Embrace the change slowly. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there. I will give you the tablets of stone, with the law and the commandment, which I have written for their instruction. So Moses set out with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up onto the mountain of God. To the elders he had said, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Look, Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute may go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on top of the mountain in the sight of the Israelites. Moses entered the cloud and went up on the mountain. Moses was on the mountain for forty days and forty nights. New Revised Standard Version the Lord graciously entered into a covenant with the ancient Israelites. Following this, Moses was summoned to come up the mountain into God's presence. There he would receive the tablets of stone with the law and the commandment on it. Yahweh was providing the people with instruction on how to live in the covenant relationship. The scene was set for the Lord to give an extended revelation to Moses. Moses ascended the mountain into the cloud so that the people did not see him. For the next forty days and nights, God's law and commandments were relayed and taught to Moses. What did not happen is God tossing some stone tablets containing the law to Moses and then going on God's merry way. The whole encounter unfolds over an extended period of time. That's because we are people. We need time to wrap our heads and hearts around new realities. Humans require the gift of slowness to learn and absorb. Western society, however, does not operate that way. More, faster, better seems to be our cultural creed, and it's found everywhere around us. Speed reading, more money, bigger stuff. Hogs and chickens are raised on factory farms in large confinement buildings, and you can find them throughout Midwest America. They never see the light of day. Instead, they are given steroids and growth hormones to grow faster and bigger so that they can get to the market more quickly and get a better price. Churches and faith communities in financial trouble look for quick solutions and fast turnarounds by expecting pastors to work more, faster, better. Sports teams hire and fire coaches with dizzying frequency, believing that if the athletes aren't faster and better with more wins, then there's something wrong with them, the coach, or both. But we have no further than the end of our nose to look for change. People are in control of very little in this world, and so... A great deal of life is the ability to respond in changing circumstances, both wanted and unwanted. Resilience and flexibility are needed. 
The Lord brought about the end of Egyptian slavery for the Israelites through a series of plagues against Egypt. God miraculously delivered the people from the Egyptian army by parting the Red Sea, and Yahweh graciously entered into covenant with them at the mountain. All of this was a major change of life. It was the people's responsibility to respond in faith and obedience to the actions and words of God. The Lord was allowing them the space and the time to come to grips with their new reality, which is one reason why Moses met with God for 40 days and nights on the mountain. The Israelites needed to spend their time adjusting to their new life and contemplating the giving of the law, which was about to happen. Since we are privy to the end of the story, we know that the people did not do this. They became impatient and experienced a failure of faith and obedience. Aaron and Hur were the leaders who needed to step up and guide the people in the special opportunity of preparation for receiving the law. Whatever it is they did, it wasn't that. Murmuring, complaining, arguing, those are the initial signs of impatience and wanting things to happen faster, immediately. But faith is not forged this way. Faith is developed through dealing with adversity by looking to God, listening, and obeying. Faith knows that all things can be faced with joy. James chapter 1 says, My brothers and sisters, whenever you face various trials, consider it all joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance complete its work, so that you may be complete and whole, lacking in nothing. <clears throat> Waiting, patience, and the stretching of faith is not typically what people sign up for. Whenever there are circumstances which warrant endurance and perseverance, it's far too easy to become antsy and begin grumbling about the situation. That's what happened to the ancient Israelites. They had a stiff price to pay for their impatience and impertinence. Don't be like them. Instead, decide now for encouragement in and through all circumstances. Hebrews 3 says, Watch out, brothers and sisters, so that none of you have an evil, unfaithful heart that abandons the living God. Instead, encourage each other every day, as long as it's called today so that none of you become insensitive to God because of sin's deception. We are partners with Christ, but only if we hold on to the confidence we had in the beginning until the end. May Almighty God give you grace to persevere with joy, so that the Spirit may complete the work begun in you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.